Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Coach Mark Nolan, and back with another episode of Don't Outkick Your Coverage.com. First off, Happy New Year to everyone, and we hope you ended strong in 2022 and getting ready for a new and refreshed version of yourself in 2023. Today, we will be jumping into what I believe is the hottest and most misunderstood issue facing the high school student athlete looking to play in college and their parents. The transfer portal and how the current NCAA rules committee is trying to really put the screws to the high school athletes and offer more and more preferred treatments to the college student athletes as well as the NIL crowd of lawyers, brand managers, consultants, and yes, now, even sports agents. But today, our sponsor is the KickerZone.com, the longest-serving active football kicking and punting organization in the United States. And now we are celebrating our 48th year and has been training high school, college, and NFL specials to hone in on their craft as well as having trained thousands of other athletes in the sports of baseball, basketball, soccer, track and field, and volleyball, and their parents along the way. Secondly, each year, many of us start a New Year's resolution. And for this year, I hope you will join me in the three cancer-related organizations that I proudly sponsor each year. They are St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, Shriners Hospital for Children, and Cure Childhood Cancer. And while I am doing my podcast today, I am proudly wearing my St. Jude's This Shirt Saves Lives, and I can see my Shriners Hospital blanket nearby on the couch. All three do amazing life-saving things daily for tens of thousands of kids and their families. So please... Please consider a monthly donation to one, two, or even all three of them. I also hope that you'll pick up my latest international best-selling and number one book in four categories that has been doing quite well of late. It can be found on many book retailers, but Amazon seems to be the quickest. The book is called College Scholarships, College Athletic Scholarships, The Path to Recruiting Success in the New Age of NIL the transfer portal, and post-COVID scholarships. As I said, it's out on both hardcover and softcover copies on Amazon and others. I would really appreciate it as we try to build our brand for our new series of our recruiting framework called Recruit Lifecycle. And before we jump into today's podcast, I personally once again want to thank all of you who are listening. Whether you are a high school athlete getting ready to work out in the gym or on your way to practice for that upcoming huge game or match, thanks for listening and hope you'll tell your teammates about our podcast. To parents and grandparents and yes, coaches out there listening, I hope you enjoy this podcast and take it with the sense of me having and worked with thousands of parents like yourself, as well as me being a dad of two former athletes. So again, thanks for listening. And now let's jump into our podcast on the NCAA mafia style, heavy handed trickle down transfer 
portal issues. But before we start, one of the greatest quotes I've enjoyed for years comes from the old famous coach of uh, Homer Smith, who said this, it's not how much you know, it's how much your players know. And here I'll do my best to pass on some of my knowledge. And on this podcast, which is called the trickle down transfer portal issues from the colleges to the high school and why it matters. Once again, the NCAA over the last couple of years has shown its allegiance and its alliance to one fan base and one group only. That is the NCAA member schools, the administration of these schools, and the new transformation committee, now back with the directives and collectives style mafia running the show of the big billion dollar year revenue of the NCAA. And to those of you who may not be old enough to have been around in the early 80s of trickle down economics, which has been a discussion on both sides of the political aisle, this trickle down event that the NCAA started shortly after the sixth year eligibility they gave out to college athletes back in 2020 from the original fifth year rule. And some are now even getting a seventh year of eligibility. But of course, the National Federation of High Schools, who didn't think high school seniors mattered, just simply told the high school athletes to move on down the line these past couple of years, and I believe are just a new extension of the NCAA. To understand this mafia style of doing things in the, in the NCAA, you must first understand that there are two forms of waiver or extensions that the NCAA put in place. The first one is what is called the season of completion waiver, where all of the winter and fall sports from 2021 automatically qualified for this waiver and basically wipes out that season for those teams that count towards a student athlete's year of eligibility. The second form of extension is the extension of eligibility which allowed student athletes to come back for another year, even if they were graduating. And if they were not, it gave non-graduating student athletes yet another free spin at the wheel, similar to the wheel of fortune. In this case, though, the wheel of NIL and the transfer portal fortunes add on the red shirt year and you get another free spin and heck for added effect, if you sort out a medical red shirt, you can get another spin at the wheel. While a school can say they are not really going to honor this because of the financial burden on the school, little would do so because of the social media backlash and cancel co culture in these times we're living in. But what has been amazing to me in my discussions for my number one best-selling book with college coaches with it was when I asked them these questions about a high school recruit over a college recruit, they all gave me back an honestly answer. They would say, listen, we would take a transfer portal kid hands down over a high school kid. And the discussions with these people was not even close. Overwhelmingly, they chose the transfer portal kid. Now, look, if you don't believe me, just look at the current transfer portal 
and the transfer portal tracker for each sport that you're in. So just as a data point for everyone, the portal is showing that over 50% of FBS starters who have entered the portal each year have found other gigs at a new school. That is huge and disturbing. And since I've only been able to get the data on the last two years, that data shows up to, to be about 18,500 high school scholarships that would have gone out to those of you who are high school athletes in the last two years. And that's not even the biggest group. The graduates, the, trans, the graduates who hit the transfer portal jumped nearly 100% from 1,034 to 2,134, who also found new homes where another high school player would have been headed. And again, I see this growing each year. For instance, in my research, I've been seeing nearly 30 to 40% players getting on to new school. And why not? It's all about one thing to a coach and his staff. And that's all fine and dandy, as they say. But don't go out and tell us you want to build for the future because the future to you and your staff is just the next season. The future now is winning and more dollars to his or her staff and not just the games you win, but also the comp packages for championships and bowl victories. And of course, with the NIL, more money coming in from the mafia-style directives and collectives who truly are in the pay-for-play mode. Now, of course, they don't like it when you say this, but it is true. The second thing is that a high school coach at any college sports is looking at one thing, and that is the two deep. And how many of the two deeps can I get from the portal and it really doesn't matter the sport. So where does this trickle down go into the high school sports programs? And then even down into the multiple sport athletes who want to play in college? Let's start there. Every year, about 500,000 former high school athletes jump in to play college. And in that mix, we have new updated numbers that state that the 2% we used to hear about getting athletic scholarships has been decreased to about 1%. 1% actually, it's about 1.3%. And how much of that is a transfer portal? I have not been able to figure that out yet. And of course, the NCAA says they don't keep those numbers. And you know what? I bet they do. But let's say it's, it's the 2% or 10,000 of the 500,000 each year. And if 50% of the transfer portal kids were offered scholarships, that is more than that is more and more high school kids getting left behind. Sadly, the parents and coaches really don't know this. They are many times too involved with their own daily lives and with other children or our jobs and our families. Now, this is where the trickle down continues. Let's say Johnny, who got a PWO in football, or Janie who got a PWO in women's soccer and whose parents had a 529 savings plan or could afford the tuition and played their first year at Big State University and put up some great numbers. 
they go to the head coach of the team after the season and ask them if there's any money from next year or Scully. And the coach says no. Johnny and Janie, shocked, now suddenly can tell the head coach, see ya, I'm headed for greener pastures, and I'm going into the transfer portal. Why not? Now, the head coach, of course, has three options. One, try to retrain, excuse me, try to retain the athlete, even though he said no earlier, but maybe, just maybe, there is some NIL money laying around. But if not, head out to the transfer portal and look by position who is in the transfer portal with current college-level experience and start engaging with them for the new slide. And, of course, offering some dollars or now even NIL monies and seek out a replacement. Or three, they can head to the high school ranks and see who has been coming to their past camps and has been communicating with the staff and might be a great fit for the program moving forward. The bottom line here is in this example, all three examples of trickle-down transfer portal rules assist the current college athlete. So how can the high school athlete then compete against those who are already in college and trying to replace them talent for talent or strength versus strength? The answer is not simple. But here are a few. I would tell you, you need to develop what I call the North Star or Star Point Recruiting Framework. The North Star is what sailors used to use to navigate before modern means. It was all they had. So it was the only way to get home. And here is where you need to start. You need to ask the question, what is your North Star and your Star Point? Where are you focused? Is it a school or a major you are seeking or a sport you really want to focus on in high school? Look, as an Army Ranger, one of the things we learn early on is to look at your star point, where you are in the land navigation phase, and making sure you have a compass and your azimuth. Without them, we are lost. And this is just like college recruiting. You can't get lost or even wrapped up in all the rankings and camp invites and thinking how great you are. And if you do, it is hard to come back to your star point and North Star. And many times, using a compass can help you out and will orient you on this recruiting journey you're on and can be used as your guiding light. And as I said in my book, are you more like Alice in Wonderland when she asked the Cheshire cat, when Alice comes with the fork on the road, which road do I take? With the Cheshire cat responding, where do you want to go? And Alice replies, I really don't know where I want to go. To which the cat just says, well, then it doesn't matter which road you take. Again, I'll say this one more time. You really need a recruiting compass along the way. And hopefully someone as your North Star and Star Point to go on this college road. Another way the trickle down will affect you is in the sport you are looking to play in at college and how much time in high school do you want to chase the other sports, knowing where the scholarships are 
and the monies you have available. For instance, if there is a college camp invite I want to go to, but in doing my research, I know they are probably not going to offer me, or maybe they have gone cold on me. Why head to that camp? Go to another opportunity at another camp and see how you do there. See, in the trickle-down ways of economics, it has always been a supply-side design for all, as it is in college recruiting. If it is disproportionately benefiting the college athlete, as it is currently, and only designed to boost the standard of living, as the NCAA has done, done with the six-year eligibility, the transfer portal, and now the NIL, then it's not benefiting everyone. For instance, in trickle-down economics, folks believe that tax breaks for the rich and corporations will trickle down to everyone. And that certainly is a good thing. Here, the NCAA's version in trickle-down is, in fact, designed to only help up the current college athlete, the current college coach, and their colleges with NIL deals <coughs> and more revenue for all those in the current NIL tribe that include NIL lawyers, brand managers, sports agents, consultants, and of course, the newest members of the NCAA mafia, the directives and collectives. While this is also good for entrepreneurship and new NIL companies and jobs springing up every four minutes on the internet, there is nothing being trickled down to the high school athlete and their parents. So, with all of this said, what does a high school athlete and parent now do? First, sit down with your coaches and parents and examine your core athletic beliefs as to where you are and what you need to do. Two, you have to understand what we call the big why. Why are you wanting to play in college and at what level and why? How clear are you on the schools and opportunities you are looking to pursue? And what strategies have you developed to get in front of these schools? For instance, there are 350 D1 schools. There are 310 D2 schools, 438 D3 schools, 260 NAIA schools, 464 JUCOs, and 276 others. So the question is, have you only focused on the D1 and Power 5 schools? Or have you gone after others? And how many of these schools do you have an actual relationship with, a coach, or even a GA, which is a graduate assistant? How many recruit, how many recruit questionnaires have you filled out? And do you even know what a recruit questionnaire is? If you are really fair with yourself... Would you say you are coachable and adopting to change? And then ask your coach the same thing. Focus on the we side and not the me side. And what do I mean by that? Too many times I see on social media where it's all about them. You know, you got to give some shout outs to others on your team. And lastly, what is the one thing that you possess over others you've seen or played against, knowing that with the transfer portal, you no longer are just competing with your age group, but now college-level athletes 
who might be five or six years older than you because of the transfer portal who are now in the transfer portal. These are some of the things you'll need to focus on as the NCAA continues to only really care about the college student athlete and not you. So in closing, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you would not mind, please give me a great review on this platform you're using. And as always, please remember to don't outkick your coverage. This is Coach Mark Nolan signing off until next podcast in two weeks, where we will be focusing on our new Recruit Lifestyle Series. Have an awesome rest of the week.